You're listening to the Book Your Dream Clients podcast, episode 60. You're listening to the Book Your Dream Clients podcast, where we believe business can be simple and you can use your intuition to run towards your goal. Self-made business and success coach, Lindsay Maloney, helps you start and scale your dream coaching business. With her step-by-step intuitive and creative guidance, you'll leave ready to put her tips into action, push your business forward, and work with your dream clients. Lindsay is here to help you get unstuck and structure your brilliance into a coaching business that's sustainable and financially exhilarating. Here's your host, Lindsay Maloney. Today we're talking about the five things that could be holding your coaching business back. I want you to pay close attention. So of course, sit back and relax and enjoy the show. Hey everyone, it's just me again today. I'm so grateful that you are here listening to me. I'm so grateful that you have subscribed to this podcast, no matter if you've listened to one or all of the podcasts. Thank you so very much. It means so much to me. I also want to give you guys some hints and tips. If you have a coaching business and you feel like nothing is happening, you are struggling, you feel like you are stuck in quicksand and you're not sure how you're going to get out of this. You're looking around and no one's going to save you, right? Well, have no fear. I have five things that I think could be holding you back, keep you in that quicksand, stuck in the mud, whatever you want to say. So let's talk about those things. I was thinking about myself when I came up with this list because, of course, I can only teach you things that I've gone through myself. So you might have heard these things before, you might not have, and some of them might be hard to listen to, but I want you to just be open to what I'm about to tell you and then kind of just let it sink in for a moment and see if any of these or all of them resonate with you presently. Okay, so the first one I have is you can't commit. And that means you can't commit to your business. You know you want to start a business or you have started one, but you just can't commit to it. You're treating it like a hobby. You're treating it like something that, you know, well, if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. Maybe I'll work on it tomorrow or next week. It's not something you're really taking full ownership of and becoming the CEO of your business. Becoming the CEO of your business is not just words that we, letters and words that we put on a piece of paper or on our website. It's truly acting like it. And I find that it's really hard for people to commit to this role because it means that you actually have a legit business. And that, I guess, is kind of scary to think about because all, th- all kinds of things can happen when you start a business. It, can, it might not work. It might be bad for your health. It might take away a lot of time from the things that you don't want it to. Or it might do amazing things. But when we're stepping into the unknown, it's really hard to commit to it. It's like a relationship where you know nothing about this person, absolutely nothing. And you're supposed to spend money on this person and time with this person. And it's really hard to do that when you don't know what's going to happen with this relationship. But if we don't commit to our business and we're just going to, you know, casually visit it and not really treat it the way it's supposed to, it's not, nothing really amazing is going to happen. It's either going to just kind of um, wither away or it's going to turn into a monster. So I want you to think about that. Are you committed to your business? 
like a serious relationship, you're in this for the long haul, or are you just casually dating it? Number two is your side, (laughs) I love this one, sidetracked is your middle name. That's still me. I can get sidetracked like no one. I am the queen of sidetracks. I like to call myself sidetrack McGee. I always say that to my husband, sidetrack McGee over here because I just have a hard time staying focused sometimes and I really have to be mindful of what I'm doing and that's why I am very careful with how I block out my time, the tasks that I assign to myself every single day because I know how my mind works. I love to multitask, but there comes a point where I have to say to myself, Lindsay, you are not even multitasking. You're just going all over the place here. So let's just let's just take a step back here and pick something. I really have to be intentional with the tasks that I assign to myself in my business because I know that there are certain things that have to be done every single day. And I know there are certain things that don't have to be done every single day. So I have to be very not strict let's let's just say intentional again with what I do because I know myself I know how I work less productively and I know how I work like a productive queen I know how I operate so if you look at your computer screen right now or your browser is up in your on your phone how many tabs do you have open I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, seventeen tabs open on my computer. And that's pretty small. So this is always a daily thing for me to be mindful of. And of course we have the 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 standard tabs open, like our email, our project management system, those things. But are we constantly flicking back and forth? One thing that I find myself do, and let me know if this is you too, please let me know this is not just me, but sometimes I'll find if I'm loading something, like I'm bringing up a screen on my computer, I my mind can't even sit there and wait for it. Like I'll grab my phone and look at something or I'll find another tab and go in there and I'm just bouncing all over the place like like a bouncy ball, crazy. I just, this is <laughs> This is just an honest present battle for me. And that can kind of hold my, hold me back from getting things done because of that. So again, if you feel like you're that and you're, you feel like after two hours you didn't get anything accomplished, maybe Sidetrack is your middle name too. And maybe reach out and see how you can maybe keep this more centralized with your, your daily routine so your business can run like a well-oiled machine. For me, I find that when I have days where I'm feeling really sidetracked, I know my mind is telling me that you probably just don't really want to work right now and go do something else that you are really going to enjoy. Take a step back and reassign things to the next day. So I know that when I when I get like this, I know that I'm I'm not all in for the at the moment. So I'll just walk away and come back when I'm feeling completely aligned. I'm not going to force myself. I will leave and again, come back when I'm fully aligned with my work. All right, number three, you're constantly playing the comparison game. This just is for life in general, but let's just talk about the coaches. How many coaches are there online? A lot. And how many coaches are doing the same thing that you want to do? A lot. 
And how many times do you wish you were somebody else? And because you're not, do you find yourself speaking negatively about yourself and worrying that you'll never be good enough or that you're not as interesting as this person over here and you'll never have that many followers and you're constantly complain, you're constantly playing that game. You have their website up and you're flicking back and forth to yours, comparing it, and you're really being hard on yourself because yours is nearly not nearly as good when you have no idea how much how well their website converts and you have no idea about anything about their business. But for some reason, you think that they you need to be just like them. And just because you're not, you're being super hard on yourself. That will hold your coaching business back tremendously <laughs> because it doesn't do any good. It just puts you in this mindset of, I am not enough. And so again, like we talked about on a previous podcast episode, when you say I'm not enough, I'm not good enough, that's just the sheet that you print out for the day. And that's how everyone will see you and you will see yourself. So when you find yourself playing that comparison game, and I find myself doing it too, and here's one thing that I do. If I find myself feeling negative because I'm playing that game, I will just unfollow that person or mute them on, I'm just speaking on Instagram, for example. That's where I find my comparison, comparisonitis pops up as on Instagram. So I'll, I'll mute that person. I probably won't unfollow them because I don't want them to feel bad. So I will just mute them. So I don't see their stories. I don't see their posts, but I'm still technically following them. But I'm protecting my mind because every time I seem to see a certain person on my Instagram feed or their stories, I feel lower and I don't, I'm protecting myself from that. There's no reason to feel that way. And until I can, you know, feel aligned and not let anyone else affect my energy, I'm just going to protect myself. So go mute the people that you feel um, that you're constantly comparing yourself to. And another way that I like, this is a more of a high vibe way, guys. So if I find myself comparing myself to so-and-so, I will switch it around. Instead of saying, you know, usually when we're we're playing that game, we're going to start talking negatively about ourselves or them. So you're going to catch yourself saying like, oh my gosh, I can't believe she's going live again. Oh my gosh, her hair. Oh my gosh, blah, blah, blah. All those like high school things that come up. And when you find yourself starting to say something like that or catch yourself right in the middle, I want you to stop and say, that's amazing that she goes live so often because her audience loves it. I am so into what she's saying right now. I am loving the way she looks because she's gorgeous. And even if you don't quite agree with it, I mean, we're human here. Just say it. It's going to make you feel good. And then you're just going to put out great vibes out out into the world. And something amazing will happen when you keep doing that. So again, mute it. Protect yourself. Number two, say something nice about them. Switch it around. Number four, if one thing doesn't work, you're just going to scrap it and start all over again. I see and hear a lot of people wanting to do that. And I just cringe. Big thing I see with some coaches, they launch something or they put out something that they've never done before, whether it's a blog post or a podcast episode, whatever it might be, a Facebook live. 
and they they didn't get the reaction they were expecting again that's nothing that's has nothing to do with our control we have no control over anything but somehow we get mad about the results why would we just completely scrap everything in our business or decide that we need to completely switch niches or decide that we need to completely redo our website and worry about our branding? Basically, in summary, that means I want to go into hiding again because that was freaking scary. It didn't work anyway, and I'm just going to go play behind my computer again. It's really safe to play behind the computer, by the way. It's really safe to just make a bunch of stuff, and it's really scary to have your voice out there, to show yourself on video, to ask for money for a program, to ask for money for clients. It's scary and it puts you in a really vulnerable position and you can't let someone saying no knock you down so fast. It doesn't matter if they say no and it doesn't mean you need to re-scrap or it doesn't mean you need to scrap everything and just wipe the board clean. Doesn't that's not what it means. It means that they they just weren't aligned with you. That's okay. Totally fine. What isn't fine is you going into hiding again and not showing up for the people who need you who probably want to work with you but somehow you disappeared and you totally switched what you were doing. So what the heck? Don't do that. If you feel in your heart that you started your business for this reason, come back to your why. If it still feels right for you, you got to hold on to that why. That why is going to be your guiding light through your business. It, you're always going to come back to it when things don't feel quite right. Just listen to your why. Go read it. Print it out. Have it on your desk. Put it on your bulletin board. Whatever. Put it on your phone. I don't care. Just know what it is and be reminded of it every single day. Because, you know, when I started my coaching business, for years I wasn't working with the people that I felt really aligned with, but I kept going. I didn't work with people because I needed the money. I worked with people because I knew that was the path that I had to take. And my clients now, compared to my clients four years ago, are completely different because we all evolve. And if I would have quit eight years ago, six years ago, because things weren't going my way, I wouldn't be doing this right now. Hmm. Imagine that, right? Imagine that. So I just kept going because I knew I had a purpose. I felt it. I just absolutely knew it. I had no doubt. And I know you do too because coaches are amazing. Coaches are like the most generous people out there because they literally just want to help people. That's it. I love when I hear clients say, I just want to coach people. I'm ready. And I love it because that's all we need is we need to be ready. We need to have that mindset strong and we need to show up. That's it. And trust. Trust that it will come to you when you're ready. So maybe you weren't ready when that launch happened. Maybe you weren't ready when that discovery call happened. Deep down, I think you know the answer. I think you know if you were ready or not. And that's just how it goes. I don't get every single client that I go on discovery calls with either. And that's okay. Totally fine. And it has to be fine with you. Because I'm just going to keep going and doing my thing. And I want you to do that too. Okay, number five. Your confidence level is subpar and you're hiding. This kind of ties them all up a little bit, doesn't it? 
you're hiding behind quotes and stock photos. I used to do this too. And you're hiding behind your blog posts and your pretty Pinterest images. Raising my hand right now. That was so me. And you know what? For a, for a long time, it worked. <laughs> it really helped me build my business by doing that. But you know what? Now times have changed. Times have changed so much. People want to see you. They want to hear you. They don't care if your kids are in the background. They don't care if your office is messy and it doesn't look like a Pinterest office pin. They don't care if you have hair that hasn't been washed in three days. They don't They don't care. They just want to hear you and see you and really connect with you. People can't connect with stock photos and quotes as much as they used to anymore. People are craving connection. I mean, a few years ago, it was okay for my feed to be completely uh, stock photos and quotes. I never put a picture of myself on Instagram forever because I, I didn't think I was good enough to have my picture on Instagram. And once I got over that silliness, people started to to connect, connect with me better because I was showing up. I was a real person. I mean, anybody can have an Instagram feed of stock photos and quotes. I could be this 85-year-old man in a basement with this beautiful stock photo and quote Instagram feed. <laughs> Nobody would know it. <laughs> but now, I just decided I don't give up because I, that's me bleeping myself, I don't care if people think that what I have to say isn't what they want to hear or if I don't look perfect or I just don't care. I got off of that. I'm confident in myself and I know that the right people will connect with me because I put myself out there. It makes me uncomfortable to do those Instagram lives and those IGTV videos. They're kind of a pain, but they're, they work. But I know that it builds a connection a lot faster than me putting a picture of a desk with um, a hand on it and a laptop. (laughs) I just know that. And yes, it's okay to put those pictures on your Instagram feed. Of course it is because we can't can't do 100% 100 of one thing all the time. We have to mix it up. But all I'm saying is your confidence level has to, you have to build up your confidence. And if you need help doing that, Find somebody to help you. Find a coach to help you, whatever it takes. Because if we're not confident in ourselves, and then we're not confident in our program. And if we're not confident in our programs and our client work, no one is going to be confident that you can help them. It just won't happen. There are coaches out there that could use a big confident boost. Is that you or are you feeling 100% good with what you have and you don't care. Don't when you don't care that doesn't mean something like negative. It just means you don't care. I don't care if you think that, you know, my kids were really loud in the background and it was disturbing for you. I don't care that my son inter- I don't care if you think that when my son interrupted me during an Instagram live video that that was rude and I should have planned ahead more because you know what? I don't have babysitters helping me and this is my life. And I have more students who join my program because they know that I have my three kids at home with me. I don't do babysitters. I don't have anything like that. And I can make it work. And that makes them feel connected to me. When I first started, I didn't want to tell anybody that I had kids and I worked from home and all of this stuff because it didn't feel, it. Did, I wasn't confident in it. Well, now it's all out in the open. So if you feel 
Like, you can't do this because you have kids at home and you have all these things taking time away from your business. Just know that it's totally possible. And you know what? It probably took me longer to do because I couldn't spend 8, 12 hours a day on my business like some people can. I couldn't and I don't want to. So that's how I built it. And I'm confident to tell you that. I am so confident in the the business that I've built and the business that I'm building. So... I want you to feel that way too. So if you need help with that, of course, reach out. I will help you. I would love to. So let's sum up those five things that could be holding your coaching business back. Number one, you can't commit. Number two, sidetracked is your middle name. Number three, you're constantly playing the comparison game. Number four, if one thing doesn't work, you feel like scrapping it all together. And number five, your confidence level is subpar and you're hiding. Don't hide anymore. Everyone wants to see you. Everyone wants to hear from you. You have something to say. You're important. And there are so many amazing things waiting to happen for you. I just know it. So let me know what you think of this episode and all of the episodes. If you haven't left a review for the podcast, please do so. I would be so grateful. And I also love to see you guys screenshotting your phone while you're listening and sharing it with me on Instagram, because of course I'm going to share that and connect with me on Instagram. Send me a DM. Let's chat. I love hearing from you guys. I will see you on the next episode. Want 10 ways for you to start booking your dream clients? I created this workbook for you because I wanted to share my best tips on how I book mine. You're not going to believe how easy these are, and I know you'll be able to take my tips and put them into action ASAP so you can start working with your dream clients. To grab the workbook for free, all you have to do is go to lindsaymaloney.com slash podcast. Hey coaches, are you a member of the Book Your Dream Clients community yet? Because you should be. Just go to dreamclientcommunity.com to request free access. We do fun things like website audits, challenges, and we even have a book club. Join the free Dream Client community now and we'll see you there. Thank you so much for listening to the Book Your Dream Clients podcast. If you want to find out more information how you can work with me, just head on over to my website, lindsaymaloney.com. You will be able to see how you can work with me privately or in a group setting. I'm all about helping you start and scale your coaching business, so I'd love to hear from you. Don't forget to subscribe to the show on iTunes and leave a rating and review. And if you want bonus points, take a screenshot of a review and tag me on your Instagram story. I'd love to see it and share it with my audience. And plus, you don't want to miss another episode.